So Jessica Simpson, an actress and a singer, has written a memoir called Open Book. And she has had a big problem, of course, with alcohol addiction as an adult. And she has had a problem with with, uh, diet pill addiction and other forms of addiction. And some people say, of course, well, it's the pressure of fame and uh, the need to maintain a particular appearance and the pressures of the entertainment industry and so on. While those things are very real, there is something much more deep and powerful and ugly going on that I wanted to talk to you about. This is particularly true if you have been a victim of this, and if you're a parent, of course, or just no children. Jessica Simpson reveals she was sexually abused as a child and later overcame alcohol and drug addictions in her upcoming memoir, Open Book. Detailed in an excerpt in People, ahead of the book's February 4th release, Simpson writes that the abuse began at a family friend's house when she was six and sharing a bed with the family's daughter. She writes, It would start with tickling my back and then go into things that were extremely uncomfortable. I wanted to tell my parents. I was the victim, but somehow I felt in the wrong, she writes. She writes that she revealed the abuse to her parents when she was 12 while they were in the car. I told you something was happening, Simpson recalls her mother, Tina, yelling at her father, Joe. Dad kept his eyes on the road and said, Nothing. She writes, we never stayed at my parents' friend's house again, but we also didn't talk about what I had said. This is appallingly common. And I'm not just saying this as someone who's been doing a call-in show for 15 years and have had hundreds of people talk to me about this kind of sexual predation as children that they experienced in their youth, but just statistically, the numbers are staggering of childhood sexual abuse and molestation, inappropriate touching, you name it. And this doesn't even count things like graphic sexual stories being told to children, material being in the house of a sexual nature that children have access to. I'm not even going to get into things like teaching children whose age remains in the single digits about things like anal sex. One In three girls, one in five boys, the numbers are probably closer, but boys have a tougher time talking about this. Today on Twitter, a woman whose work is very powerful in this area asked this basic question. She said, or asked, why is it that so many powerful people are involved in the sex abuse of children? It's a very deep and powerful question. People think that the world is about money or fame or looks or mere political power. No, 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 no. These are just smoke screens for the central totem pole of dark power, which is the abuse of children in particular, the abuse of everyone. Because I believe that it's fairly clear that those who become pedophiles or hebophiles as adults were themselves sexually preyed upon 
as children. Now, what that means is that they have a lack of bond with their parents. Think of the risks that a pedophile takes when he identifies and pursues his prey. If his prey goes to a teacher, goes to a parent who acts, goes to the police or a priest and tells anyone about what has happened, what happens to the pedophile? The pedophile is charged. The pedophile may be convicted. The pedophile goes to prison. And because so many of the criminals in prison were themselves preyed upon as children, it's one of the roots of criminality, the pedophile faces a lengthy jail term, constant threats of violence and death, and potentially a death sentence in prison. That is the risk that the pedophile takes every time he identifies and acts upon the pursuit, capture, and predation upon his prey. A virtual death sentence. So, they become very good at figuring out who they can prey upon who are going to keep their mouths shut. It's such an incredible risk that they take every single time they act on their demonic lusts. They risk trial, incarceration, destruction of life and death. So they become very good. So what do they look for? Well, they look for children with a weak or non-existent bond with their parents. Children who are going to internalize the shame and not go straight to those who can protect them. Reveal the story, catch the predator, put the son of a bitch away. For as long as there is day and night, these people should be behind bars. They know exactly who to prey on because they are so successful at doing it and so few of them face consequences for what they do. Look at this story of this poor girl, Jessica Simpson, sharing a bed with the family's daughter when she was six. And this girl, we don't know if she's older, probably, I would imagine, is then preying upon her sexually. This goes on for six goddamned years. Six years. She finally reveals the abuse to her parents. And what happens? What happens? Do they immediately pull the car over? Do they sit and talk with her? Do they get all the story out? Do they go straight to the authorities? Do they protect? What the hell is going on in this family? Do they protect other children from this predator that's in the house who is a child? But where would she have learned such, such sexual play, such sexual molestation and invasion of children? I imagine from her own direct family environment. I'm talking about the predator here. No. What happens? Well, they decide to keep their own child safe by not going back over? Do they call the authorities? Do they sit down with the other parents? Do they attempt to keep other people's children safe? Not from what I've read here. And what does Jessica Simpson's mother do when she finds out that her daughter has been sexually molested for six straight years by 
the daughter of a family they introduced her to and put her in bed with. She makes it an I'm right moment. She turns to Jessica Simpson's father and says, I told you something was happening. I'm right. I told you so. Makes it about her and her being right. Dad kept his eye on the road and said nothing. So what that means, of course, is that Jessica Simpson's mother knew something was happening, complained or discussed it with the father, and they didn't do a goddamn thing about it. They didn't sit down and ask their daughter what was going on. The mother picked up the scent of the predator that was chewing on the sole youth and innocence of her daughter and did nothing. And then made it about how she was right when the truth came out. Well, no wonder Jessica Simpson didn't go and tell her parents what the hell was happening because when she finally did tell them, well, her parents got divorced in 2012, Jessica Simpson's, and I can bloody well see why. And they never talked about what Jessica Simpson said ever again. Do you want to serve your children up on a plate to these predators? You keep that parental bond distance. You talk about nothing that matters, nothing that's important, nothing that's deep, nothing that's meaningful, nothing that connects human beings. You just keep everything on the light and frothy bullshit. Doesn't matter whether career, money, boys, looks. You keep everything right there on the surface. And the sharks will dive deep to snatch up and chew on your children. How is this possible that your child is preyed upon for six years straight? And when you find out about it, you go into a two-bit I'm right, told you so moment. Do nothing to deal with the predator. And never talk about it with your daughter again. In other words, though they then, Jessica Simpson's parents, were in possession of direct knowledge of a child predator that had operated in the dark for six years straight, they let the predator get away. She may still be operating, probably still is. Now, family structure that produced such a predator is maintained and doubtless replicates itself. Childhood sexual abuse in particular is a virus that transmits and replicates through the abuse of children, through exposing them to premature sexual actions. It programs them to associate sexuality with children replicates itself. And it is the most destructive and most prevalent virus abroad in the world today and throughout most of history. The question is, why are so many powerful people pedophiles 
because that's what power is for. All the lusts that we have in the world, some healthy, some unhealthy, some holy, some damnably unholy, all of the desires and thirsts we have in this world pale before the sexual instinct. And as the sexual instinct in these people is pointed at children, they need an extraordinary amount of power to get away with acting upon their lusts without facing the social damnation, criminal incarceration, and potential death penalty of being caught and convicted for their crimes. That's what power is for. Power is a shield for evil. And there is no greater evil than the preying on children in this manner. Power is the shield that is necessary for the sword to be swung with impunity. Do you understand? Do you follow me? Power is erected for the exploitation, in particular, of children. Political power, economic power, exists as a shield against criminality and the monstrous exploitation of the most helpless among us. Why do we have a society so structured on a hierarchy of brutal power? Why is there the state that can tax and incarcerate and wage war with impunity? Why are there hierarchies in the entertainment industry where it seems that the companies that produce and disseminate entertainment for children are not really in the business of delivering entertainment to children, but are in the business of delivering children to entertainers. Why does Jimmy Seville prey on children year after year, decade after decade, with the full knowledge and cover-up of the establishment in the UK? Why did Margaret Thatcher help bury reports of this in the British political Establishment. Why were 100,000 plus little white and Sikh girls preyed upon for decades in the UK with the knowledge and cover-up of the establishment? Because that's what the establishment is for. That's what it does. That's why there is power. If you want to understand why the world is the way that it is. That all the evildoers wish to pursue their unholy desires. Consequence free. Power is freedom for evil and nothing else.